Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and my lovely wife, Elder J.C. Montgomery. Today we are in the house just for you. Greetings to all. All of our family all over the world, Uh, we went through a list last time, but I am just so thankful to have family everywhere because it is so important. So greetings to you, and we are going to have an exciting show today because we talked about it last week real quick. Yes, we did. Last week was a a good show because it's talking about the innocence and children are innocent and mean a lot to us because they're our future for sure and because of that uh with the shootings of uh the young man uh killed all the folks in uh, highland park and then we had the buffalo shooting with the young man there in uh buffalo new york at the supermarket targeted black folks and then uh, we had a uh, where police shot this young man like 60 times after firing 100 rounds. Oh, well, God, I just pray for the family of that young man who was body was riddled, who probably wasn't even identifiable during uh, uh, this final service. Uh, probably cat closed casket. Mm. But you talk about all those individual incidents, but look at what's going on in Chicago to date. There's been 336 murders Mm. gun incidents and that's up from of course the last two years with covid everything kind of shut down but that alone just one city wow that is tremendous in terms of that well you know the last show missing parents violent children we talked during the show about boundaries and we decided this week we were going to rev up and give a short scenario on boundaries and i usually teach this class within the uh, uh, jail system for leon county and one of the things i always ask the women are boundaries good or bad and it was interesting the response because some you know a few would say good but believe it or not the majority of them said bad and i asked them why and this is because it, it limits you well one of the stories i always give is if you're in a box say a a square and that is your whole premise for living everything you need is in that square would you go outside of that square to venture out to see whether or not you could succeed on that other side and most of them said no i said well that's boundaries Boundaries just keeps you not limited because you're limitless in that square. But if you go outside that square, that's an unknown. So now you're going to have issues with that. And that's how God works. He wants you to work within the boundaries he sets for you. Because when you start working outside of that, what do we get? Evil. We get murders. We get adulteries. We get abortions. 
So one of the things that we need to do is really look at the definition of boundaries. Well, that's one of the reasons why we we focus on boundaries because we've been teaching this curriculum since uh, 2012. I know uh, I've uh, have taught over a thousand men boundaries at Wakala State Prisons and Liberty and uh, you know Gadsden. So there was a lot of different uh, both at the work camp main unit. So. And JC's right. We get a so many feedback about, no, we don't need boundaries. But then you're sitting in prison. Yes. <laughs> you know, so because you didn't have boundaries, uh, you led you to commit a crime that led to your incarceration and left and left your family behind. And that's true. And now they're sitting there without a parental input. So now their boundaries are going to become questionable as far as I could see. But you know, when you talk about boundaries, they are the limits that you set on activities or relationships. They help to define what is acceptable or unacceptable. Uh, one of the women in my class said her parents gave her no boundaries. I said, oh, how's that working out for you? And she said, yeah, I know I'm here. Right. And then, <laughs> right. so, and another woman said she had boundaries, but then you know, sometimes when you have boundaries, you want to test how far you can go with doing something. So she would always test her parents and look how that's working out for you, too. So firm boundaries help to make a child feel secure, knowing where they stand. So a lot of times and believe it or not, children want, want boundaries. boundaries because they when they don't have it. And we did that with our after school program. We always would tell them when they walk into this place, this is holy ground. And so we have a standard for how you act, how you behave, and anything outside of that is unacceptable. But a lot of times they're not told that. Yeah, because sometimes boundaries and setting boundaries can be difficult. And there may be times when you may feel like like you're giving in. Uh, it may be useful to... Uh, to sometimes uh, work with somebody close to you so that uh, it can help you, you know, deal with, uh, do I set a boundary or don't I set a boundary? You know, sometimes uh, there's no consistency if there is no boundary. Well, take a good example. When you have someone come into your home, say, to do some work for you, plumbing, you want them to have boundaries <laughs> and and there have been it's my plumbing and not my roof right and not only that but there's been scenarios where plumbers come in to say put in install a new shower because you want the latest you know inventions and a nice shower rain shower versus that but how would you feel if the plumber took a shower in your new bathroom you wouldn't like that that's that because he needs to be setting boundaries of what is acceptable behavior and that's what we're talking about here um some of the problems with not setting boundaries you know you have that person who's always compliant i have to say yes to everything and i know there's probably an individual out there who believes that because they haven't learned the word and oh no sometimes you just it's okay to say it if you don't have the time or you can't do it, just say no. They have weak boundaries because everything's okay. 
there's avoidance say no to everything you know if i if i if people ask me for help and i don't say okay then often um you know it's okay with me but is that am i helping people in their time of need and it could be bad it could be destructive um pastor are there any other types of boundary problems well yeah there's a when you have a rigid boundary, okay, then uh, uh, parents have. When we're dealing with parental issues, well, let me ask you this: you know, think back to your childhood, JC. Do you remember growing up? Uh, was your household uh, strict or rigid boundaries, or did you grow up in a household where you were able to do as you please? Nope, rigid boundaries, strict, strict, strict. I had to be in the house by. Six o'clock, seven o'clock at the latest. We're just we were in the bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock, and I was a teenager doing that. I can remember uh, there was some group of guys singing in the middle of uh, at about <laughs> ten, eleven o'clock, and that would put me to sleep because otherwise I was going to bed early. Under the boy, yeah, we know who that was. Down by the sea, and that was before I knew him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, a rigid boundary is where parent. They have all the power. Yes, they do. And uh, and there's no two-way communications because your parents are already right. They're always right. And uh, so the consequence can lead to, you know, your child uh, or it didn't work on JC. There was no, no consequence. Matter of fact, it wasn't uh, you weren't rebellious nope. or anything. And your nope. brothers and sisters, none of them, they all stayed out of the prison system. Praise no, that's God. True. Well, but they like, were uh, a little bit more rebellious. <laughs> I was about uh, the word and that word was honor your father and mother, despite our situation, despite where my parents were. I just gave them that honor. And even though it was, I'd had to bite my tongue sometimes, I just, you know, I didn't want to be the exorcist girl where my head would be spinning <laughs> if I got out of line. So, you know, so when you don't have any boundaries at all, that yep. means that the child has all of the power and that consequence can, you know, lead to these young men and I'm sure young women uh, who were killing each they were killing at random because they mad. Or because no one said no, or the parents didn't have the right tools that they needed to train up a child. Mm, interesting. Isn't that scripture? Yes, it is. Train up a child. What is that? That's Proverbs. I think it's 22. Six. Oh, two. Okay. 20, uh, 22.6. Right. So we're about that because part of the issues that we're having with our children today is that they're just there. They don't even know how to handle their own life unless they have some boundaries. You know, and boundaries aren't inherited. You build boundaries. Right. You have to be able to get your children focused on what's important. Uh, the scripture, um, we talked about train up a child, but this is God's way. You know, good parents, you have to be good parents. God is expecting, he has put the weight of how your child grows up on you. You're accountable. Mm -hmm. You're going to be answering for it at the end. So good uh, parenting is being a partner in helping young ones discover what God intends them to be 
and helping them reach that goal, not directing them. I'm not talking about those parents where um, you live through your children. Children have to be able to find their own person, but you're setting rules and guidelines so that they can navigate that maze. Because, you know, getting out here without boundaries and rules, the world is going to eat them up. Unfortunately, that it will because uh, foundational healthy boundaries, they help their, their supportive relationships with the Almighty and also supporting relationships with other people. You can't develop or set boundaries from supportive relationship with God or others. And I don't even see how you can even start without having setting and making God first. I'm just not built that way. And I was sharing with our grandson who's spending the summer with us. Praise God. He's doing an excellent job. Yes, he is. He hasn't complained that one bit in a hundred degree weather while we're out there working on the farm. (laughs) And matter of fact, we are enjoying his 16 year old muscles. (laughs) He's helping us out. But, um, boy, I went on a rabbit trail. Yes, you did. So one of, things that you need to be dealing with you were going to mention xavier oh i did tell his name that's (laughs) okay his mom's all right um but what is it that you wanted to say about him particularly in terms of growing up and being trained up having developing a personal relationship with the almighty god that's the if you can develop the boundaries of praying every day giving him glory and honor uh, even throughout the day to to even pray and thank the Almighty for your existence and pray for other folks. That's a working on a farm, I find that it helps me develop a, a boundary where I'm praying for other people, our our folks in our audience, our family, our friends, because God wants us to be supportive in that relationship that we have over other people. That's why it's so important to provide good fertile ground because that's where the seed will grow, prosper, produce other seeds. I don't know about these GMOs. They stop producing other seeds. But one of the things that we want to do is come back and talk about some of the scriptures that pertain particularly to boundaries because I think sometimes we forget about that. Yeah. So, Pastor Rule, we're going to be right back. I'll try to stay on track. Let me get my coffee. Okay. As a creative businesswoman, I grew up in the church. As I have gone through many challenges, God was the most important thing to me. Pastor Gary and Elder JC's ministry has been a blessing to me. You can receive a blessing, too, by listening to them on the Stone Builders Hour. I listen on Wave 94.1 FM every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also get the good news on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasts. Check them out. Let us not forget all God's benefits as stated in Psalm 103, verse 2. As believers, we must know God has our best interests at heart. He wants us 
and others to join him in the kingdom as his son Yeshua sacrificed himself for us. Be a part of this magnificent story and become a partner with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, co-host of the Stone Builders Hour. As the laborers, they are spreading his good news. Contact them at welivingstones.org or call 580-634-5896. Once again, that website is welivingstones.org and that phone number is 580-634-5896. Welcome back. Welcome back with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. And we're discussing healthy boundaries. You know, setting boundaries are an important part of, of establishing your own identity. And it's crucial to one of the issues I think we're having today, your mental health and well-being. You know, boundaries can be physical, emotional, and they can range, we talked about earlier, from loose to rigid. You know, I talked about my rigid uh, boundaries I had with right. my parents. Pastor never said what kind of boundaries <laughs> they had. We're going right. to skip over that. Uh, all right. We don't have all day here. <laughs> yeah, with but, healthy uh, boundaries. I did have a healthy, we have boundaries. Okay. With healthy ba- boundaries, usually falling um, somewhere in between As long as we were home by, seven, by the street lights. Yes. Well, you know. kids. <laughs> we were able to go about with being a little bit more freedom in when we were growing up than today. I know parents are concerned about their kids being out in public, but you know, scripture brought into developing boundaries are important because they help you establish healthy boundaries. And you know, their phases uh, according to Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend, they were from the creators of creator the book, of the book boundaries, boundaries uh, you have several phases. You have bonding, you have separation, you have individualism, you have hatching, practicing, and reapproachment. And as always, those things are important because you know bonding—that's your infant. Separation when they start walking around individualism, um, looking at different things as far as how you are developing as an individual. So we're going to bring some scriptures in. And I did want to uh, talk about one in terms of the bonding in Colossians 2, 7, because I think it's important for us to always know that uh, we are using scriptures in order to sustain ourselves because sometimes we lose our way and that's a way to get back to it but in colossians i'm going to start at uh, 2 6 it says therefore as you received christ jesus the lord so walk in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith just as you were taught parents abounding in thanksgiving so we're always giving thanks and that's the bonding period where we are tied to our parents mother father both um to build the start of healthy relationships you have other scriptures pastor i do and i just want to make a comment also about the this concept of boundaries it comes from the very nature of jehovah himself and and Jehovah, he defines himself as a distinct being separate 
from his creation and from us. And he has set up boundaries within the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're one, but at the same time, they're distinct with their own individual boundaries. The Almighty, he limits like if we use the analogy of our yards, if we have like a front yard or a backyard, he confronts sin and he allows consequences for behavior. He guards his house, heaven, and will not allow evil things to go on there. The Almighty invites folks to come in who will love him and he'll let his love flow outward to them at the same time. And created in God's likeness, we have a personal responsibility within limits, within boundaries that we are set to uh, maintain. And, and we see that in Colossians, Galatians 6, 5, for every man shall bear his own burden. Mm. And then in 2 Corinthians 6, 4, but ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communeth hath light with darkness? That we use this scripture a lot when we were doing our marriage co- uh, coaching about being unequally yoked. Yes. Not only with unbelievers, but with your mate. Well, it's so important when you talked about God setting the boundaries, <laughs> I mean, because basically that's what it is. In Matthews 5.36, it says, And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black, can you? Unless you, like me, are turning gray, and that's another, yes, another scenario. But 37, verse 37 uh, says in Matthew 5.37, Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. So if you're not setting a standard for your child, even for your spouse, even for yourself with other friends in terms of boundaries, being able to say yes or no, you're setting yourself up for a great fall. And we're learning that lesson now probably more than anything because we just got a a new puppy, Big Shot. And (laughs) we want to have commands so that he understands sit, stay, come, go. Mm -hmm. But if you start adding in a whole sentence into that, that's going to be confusion. So look at how God has already set up the premise and the parameter for us to say simply yes or no to our children, to our co-workers. Yeah. Because, you know, some of us will take on everything and never say no. And then we burn ourselves out. So I think God's already said um, that Matthew 5, 37, 36 and 37 is going to become a, a logo of mine implanted on my head in my memory. <laughs> Praise God. You know, Proverbs uh, 25, 17 says, withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house, lest he be wary of thee and so hate thee. Sometimes you got to get out of everybody else's business. Amen. Stay in your own yard. Take care of your own, mow your own grass instead of looking across the street on how his grass is growing. Interesting you said that when you said we did marriage coaching, because one of the 
biggest issues I see in relationships, especially those who are married, is they listen to everybody. Mm. Uh, the woman runs home to talk to the mother. The uh, husband runs home to talk to the dad. Or they have people giving them advice in each and every way, but, but it might not be pertinent to them. And the first thing we always tell everybody, turn that off yep. because it should be the two of you discussing those uh, issues and things that you need to deal with, not input from everybody else. Because you know what they say, every time you uh, two heads or it's, you know, only there should only be one head because two heads is a, a evil eyed monster. So the same thing with relationships, boundaries need to be set because when you don't, you're going to end up skewing the information, skewing where you're going to go, skewing, not ending up at the right place. Yeah, Psalms 19.7 states, the law of the Lord is perfect, mm. converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, mm. making wise the simple. I mean, sometimes we overcomplicate Yes. Our situations. If we just turn to the operating manual, the Bible, and start from in the beginning, and and go all the way through res- Revelations and say, and it shall be so with everything in between, then we would set up and establish a boundary not only uh, with the Almighty, but in our own household and our relationships and how we're bringing up children. You know, right now, everyone's so offended and everyone else is in each other's yard with the confusion. You know, we have the LBGT community arguing with other folks saying that a man can have a baby. Not mad because we say that a man biologically couldn't have a baby. A transgender woman transgender to a man can have a baby but a male cannot have that and people are are crossing each other's boundaries angry and mad because some of us don't agree with that wasn't that on dr schlesinger is that her name uh laura schlesinger's show and she discussed that one of the things that people don't understand is it's okay to label yourself anything you want you could be anything. I could say I'm an ant. And if I believe it, I can really be that. But DNA doesn't change. Yeah. Man or woman. So I think we need to all stop this confusion. Yeah, okay, you want to call yourself a bug? Call yourself a bug. But it does not change the genetics of how God designed man and how God designed woman. Well, if they say in Matthew 5.13, ye are the salt of the earth. Yes. But if the salt have lost his flavor, mm. wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and be trotted under foot of men. Mm. A lot of these folks have lost their salt, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> because they have created so much confusion yes around the basic concept if you're believers like jc and i we believe that god created male and female yes and he created thee he created 
them. Yes, with a simple task of go forth and multiply and conquer everything within your path. Have dominion. We don't say conquer and, and, and kill like some of the... You know, like what happened in Sri Lanka. Lanka. It's like the playbook of, uh, of of some governments to take over another government without a war by affecting the economy. But look at how that is. Our world is topsy-turvy because God said, let your yes be yes and your no mean no. And people are so out of control because they don't manage your, the economy or they get into trouble with all of these IMF loans uh, through the World Bank and can't deliver on payback. So who suffers? The people. But it's still the same thing. What happened to those government's boundaries? What happened to the people? And the people got so upset because the president was supposed to resign and he just named his prime minister as president. They said, oh, no, we need a whole new regime. So, of course, the military has to come in and, and set everybody down. But again, it's living according to healthy boundaries, healthy boundaries. Oh, boy, the end of another uh, awesome program. So, Lord, we just thank you uh, for your continual grace and mercy that you have bestowed not only on JC and I, but on our family and our children's children and our friends and associates and above all our listeners. We just ask that just God answers your prayers in the mighty name of Yeshua. And don't forget, there are boundaries. We're out. Amen. (laughs) 